Hi and welcome to Gamers Down Under. This is our podcast. I am Larman. Steve. Steve. Steve is here. Steve is in the house. What? Um, yeah, okay, we just lost about thirty viewers there. That's good. What um, episode are we up to, Steve? Twenty-two. Thirty-two. Twenty-two. Hang on. What do they do in um, bingo? Uh, Twenty-two. Got a dirty shoe. No, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say it was like 11, legs 11. I know they do that one. I don't know anything higher than that. I'm done. 69. Dinner for two. You'll be fine. (laughs) 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 Wow. All right. (laughs) And we just lost the last 30 listeners. (laughs) Yep. Welcome, guys. Thank you for joining us for another episode. Um, So we're going to start off the episode like we always do. We're talking about gaming um, and basically what gaming we've been doing this week. So... I'm going to let Steve go first. Is that because I've got the least to talk about? Yes. <laughs> well, all right. I will. I don't even want to admit three of the games that I played this week. <laughs> I can't wait. EA for life. Oh, Get into the game. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> EA Sports. It's in the game. Yeah, okay. There's one, obviously, FIFA 19, playing with the young fella. Was told that I'm not allowed to play Crash Bandicoot with him anymore because (laughs) PlayStation is supposed to be quiet time and he can take it pretty seriously when he's having a game. So, yeah, the the Mrs. Bustedus, I was nearly... (laughs) Nearly telling him what I get up to at night time with his mum. We were that heated. <laughs> Still going from the previous podcast. Still going. Oh, <laughs> and so she put a ban to that. So we then... I, I don't know. Why. I don't know. Not, not a ban to the act, the adult coitus. A ban to me mocking her son about it, of course. Oh. But that has then brought on he how old is he seven maybe close to eight eight years old next year so in a couple of months he's actually very good at need for speed car racing games he's very good at the soccer games mm, i don't want to say not so much because he's better than me at it but he plays profusely like but really d- if we think about it how many um sporting games do we actually both of us play oh and that's what I mean. Like, literally, <laughs> I, I've probably played five games of FIFA in all of humanity's existence, and he play, and he would play five games a day without fail. So for me to play him in a full match, and last night's match, he was Madrid. Or, he won't play Australia. They're too, they're too crap. He wants to play the best team. So he's the Madrids and the Barcelonas and all this, apparently. Uh, I have no clue. I always mock him. There's one called um, Ronaldo or something, and I always <laughs> Ronaldo or something. I always chuck in a couple of extra syllables, so I'll be like, "Go Ronaldinho," and he just blows up. <laughs> he hits the roof. It's not Ronaldo, <laughs> and so then it's on again. 
uh, I, I just yell like, Mom, come smack <laughs> as And she's like, don't stop it, use two, because she's obviously got two sons at that point. <laughs> and, I think like every other one, but that's okay. Yes. So I played, as, obviously, everyone, this is my first game of the week, FIFA 19. Um, I was Australia. He was, oh, I don't think he was Real Madrid. It was one of them. Like, one of the, like my average score is 67. His average score is something like 91. So it's pretty much the best possible team in the whole entire game playing a very subpar team. And you can tell, like, when I'm running in a straight line, his team is slowly catching up to me. So I've got to pass the ball a lot more. And the problem with the pass is the ball. Then my guys get tired. And when they get overtired, they get injured. And yeah, it just keeps going and going. The problem being, I'm a pass the ball, a through pass the ball, a cross and a kick. That's all I've got. I've got them four in my repertoire. If it takes any more than four to win, I lose. So last night, he's pulling out all these tricky moves. And he cops yellow cards and red cards. He is a, oh, a knee-tackling little grub. He just slide-tackles me. <laughs> <laughs> he slide-tackles me left, right, and center. He doesn't care. And, uh, and because I don't know how to take the penalty kicks and everything, he doesn't blink an eye at, at causing that trouble. So... <laughs> I, yeah, ended up, uh, I want to, I'm going to come back to it. I wanted to talk about the dynamics and everything in FIFA games as such. Well, I actually was just, I was thinking then, I'm like, what's the difference between FIFA 19 and 15, FIFA 18? And that's what I, I want (laughs) to talk about that, but only because maybe from in the news news bit or maybe whatever one of our listeners brought it up the other day and i was have a kurt is his name i still remember it i'm calling you out kurt uh, because he didn't share my opinion of fifa but i'll come back to that <laughs> um so we had kurt while listening and now he's gone thanks kurt, yeah, mate. He's, Catch he's gone see kurt <laughs> game two of the week idle tap wizard it oh it Oh, you don't even need to say anymore. Uh, I'm looking downwards when I mention it's this. Not it's, not even, it's not even Switch. It's a mobile game. Uh, it is just a little addictive thing. You just literally tap on the screen. Uh, it's like, how did I just spend an hour? I know why, because it's right there. Like, I, I really need to start just carrying my Switch around. Because the gameplay on the Switch far exceeds the mobile, but the easeability of the mobile being in your hand, it's just like, boom, it's right there, you know what I mean? I find it so difficult to... Admittedly, you can tell when I'm doing a lot more PC gaming and console gaming, because at the end of the week, my phone will give me a report of screen time, how long I've stared at the screen. And it actually dropped. <laughs> I hate that report when I see it. I see Facebook. Yes. <laughs> it's the top thing. And well, I'm like, ah. Well, mine dropped by 33%. Facebook? When, no, no, the whole screen time dropped by 33% in a week. It went from eight hours down to five hours when I started playing World of Warcraft. Because instead of spending my spare time just trolling through Facebook, I was on World of Warcraft. So you can tell when I'm playing a, a, a worthy game because that's what takes up my time but uh i'm not even idle tap wizard i like i like some of them little games 
there is one Kyrosoft or something they're called. I always buy their games. They're just a funny little. I think it's K A I R O S O F T. Kyrosoft from memory. They're just a funny little like. Yeah, hard to explain, but it's sort of like a Sims. Uh, the easiest way is sort of like a Sims game for for mobile. Um, and and how much have you paid for it so far? On on Idle Tap Wizard, it's free. Yeah. Oh, there's no in-game purchases. Oh, undoubtedly there would be. Like you can buy crystals. So why haven't you bought it? Nah, no way. I... <laughs> There are some games that I will buy. If I like a mobile game, I'll pay money for it. Yes. Because I really have, hate hate having to wait 30 minutes to complete one well, thing on the game. That is my... I'll talk about that after the third game. Drum roll, please. I... I... <laughs> Let's paint a picture. I'm six foot, 90 kilos, absolutely covered in tattoos. I have a tradesman's build. I have trained and fought professionally over in Thailand. I was rank- ranked in the top three in Queensland for Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I was playing horse stables. <laughs> <laughs> I... Hey, yo, man, how are you feeling? I'll show you, I'll show you just a quick little picture on, on my phone of what it actually... Horse... Oh, sorry, I apologise. Not horse stables, if you can see. My horse stories. My oh, my horse. God, people. You need to get amongst it, because if Admin Steve says it's fantastic, it's, it's looks shocking. This is it. So, it is... So, it's got red diamonds, it's got gold, and it's got... What's the other one? It's got diamonds, gold, and stamina. Okay. Oh, and see, and the stamina one, that you'd be run out heaps. You use 20 stamina per race, and you've got 60 stamina. So, you can only do three races, which the races take maximum of 20 seconds, and then you're done. So, that the hardest part of the whole entire thing is... I'd love to see you on a work site, mate, getting out my horse stories. Oh, no, no. Because what it is, my daughters love it. They've been playing. Oh, now he's making an excuse. And it's oh, it's my daughters. My Even though it's on yeah. my, my daughters. But I wanted to talk about how toxic this game. All you do, you've got a, a stable where your horse is. This is this my little Sheila, because you can't even actually change it to a guy. She's just literally leaning on a box. And I can... Well, that's always how you like them. Exactly, exactly. And look at this. I just clicked to go to a race. Boom, an ad. It is, it has to be the most toxic ad game I have ever seen in my life. I understand if this game was free and it didn't have so many in-store app purchases, done. Run the ads. Get your revenue some way. But they are double dipping. They, they're wanting people to buy like, I can now see how toxic it is against children. Like, my daughters mm-hmm. both my daughters both downloaded it onto their iPads. But just think about it as well. Like, you're saying it's your children. So you said they've both got it on their iPads, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, your children are a little bit older, but if it was younger children, they're just pressing buttons. They don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I see it on even YouTube and that if I put it on for my daughter, the same sort of deal with the ads coming up. I don't have ads on YouTube anymore because I pay the premium to get rid of the ads. And I'd, I'd prefer that even in the games. Like, give, let me pay something to them a month. I don't care. Get rid of the ads. The ads are crap. Yeah, and that's been... Look, I, I 
I've started my game, so then when I ring them when they're at their mum's place, I've got something to talk to them about, and I can be like, oh, I'm whatever level, blah, blah, blah. They're not allowed to play games when they're at their mum's. She's not a gamer. Um... So I can play for them. I have 500 gems and I'm level 7. They are level 10. The youngest one's 10. The other one's level 12. They've got no gems left because every single building upgrade takes 20 minutes. So boom, you spend your gem. Every time you want water, boom, you spend your gem. And then all of a sudden it it actually, by give, and because it only takes, oh, like right now I'm building eight crops. That's eight gems. So it's one gem per crop. Imagine to get rid of all 500 gems, you've gotten these kids into that psychometric side of things where they're very addicted to using the gems to speed the process up. And then all of a a sudden it runs dry. Uh, Where's the store on this? Here we go. For special for the next 15 hours, the starter pack special, you get 20 stamina. It's 20 stamina per race. So you get one race, you get 20 gems. So that's only 16, 20 bits of grain, 550 gold. You get 100 gold per race. So that's five races worth of gold. Four, $5. That's a starter pack down 50% cheaper. Normally that would cost you $10 for five races worth of gold and one race. See, that's where I get... I get kind of angry where it says sale. If it's not a sale, don't put the word sale there. Because nine times out of ten, you can come back in six months. That sale's still going on. Well, is it still a sale or is that the actual price? You're just putting sale there. And that's why, like, this is the starter sale. So normally they offer that to the people in the first week. And then it just changes to a something other sale. It's all exactly the same. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, I see that in jewelry shops and that. And yes. it's just like... Don't bother putting a sale up. We'll come in if we want to buy jewellery or games. Unless it is a sale where you can actually make good purchases, don't bother putting a sale up. It's not a sale. That's the problem. Sales don't... Then they don't. They're not what like they used to be. You used to get a proper good sale, and you could actually save and make a good amount of money. Nowadays, yeah. it feels like it's just oh well, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, and just for how toxic the microtransactions are in a game that is purely designed for young girls, it's terrible. And like even yeah. my daughters are like, why do I have to wait twenty minutes until I can do that? Why like it, you? You get one energy every two minutes, I think it is. Take yeah. well, Maybe it's one energy every minute. It takes 20 energy to do a race. So all of a sudden, it's taking you 20 minutes per race of waiting. And that's mm. that's the problem is, well, what are we going to do? Like, that's, uh, are we going to wait? Society as well. Like, we are looking for more convenience. Yes. Something's easier and quicker. Well, that's the way of the world now. We want, we all want quicker, faster, better things than what we've currently got. ADSL one Australian government is not acceptable <laughs> in the twenty first century. Just put that one out there again. But like, we oh. all do want something quicker, and we will pay for it as well. Clearly, because all these games have microtransactions. Yes, and that's and that is the hard part about the microtransactions. And like for me, I know it's a it's a game. I'm like whatever. I'm I'll just play the game for what it is and then we will move on and we won't worry about playing any other like i won't pay any money for that game but the i understand how parents fall into that trap because the look on my daughter's eyes when i do a race for them 
and they're sitting at 19 energy. They just need one more, and then it's bedtime. They're like, please, Dad, please. You're like, no, no, you can wait, you can wait, and you're pushing off bedtime. I am a bit more of a stricter parent, so it's like, no, you can just play with it tomorrow. Um, But I can see, like, I actually snuck back into my daughter's room, and I was like, hey, Lally, Daddy done that race for you. He got first, so you got another bit of timber, so your silo's building. And you should have seen... (laughs) You should have seen the look on her face. Like, that was new age God status. Like, remember when you were growing up, you before that time when you realized that you could probably beat your dad in an arm wrestle or a run and race and you still looked up to them like they were they were gods when we were growing up was more outside activities computer games yep. all that kind of stuff wasn't really around so it's like the when dad snagged the fish and when he tr- climbed that tree to get your football down all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. that's what this is that's what for me for the new age gaming dad i feel like that's what it is when they're trying to play a game they're like dad and i come around the corner like please boom blitz it and they're like damn he's good and then i just walk off like yeah buddy um you just see in their face how little they know exactly oh because i'm i'm walking back into the room back with their mother the stuff we're getting up to but (laughs) (laughs) the and that's the, I, but I can see, I can truly see why parents, especially I'm saying single parents, because of the pressure that's put onto them by children and social, not not social economics, but social pressure to be the, the parent and the good parent and blah, blah, blah. Ah, oh, $1.99, just buy a darling. And you just buy it and you pay for the pay for the money. And to the point where I want to actually ring Penguin Studios, get on to our uh, listener, Pierce, and say, Pierce, let's make a game. Like, I know I'm working for them in the background. I'm writing a story. Uh, I'm hired as the main story writer of one of their RPGs. But it's going to be, uh, I don't even know if we'll ever finish that that game. That game is a monster. But I just want to say, let's just make a top down like jurassic park shooter game these days you probably couldn't do that you'd have to, how would you get your stamina and your all that kind of, oh you've ran out of bullets buy more bullets for 99 cent and like i just want to gaming when we were kids was just so difficult now that i'm replaying the bloody games they're freaking hard but it was <laughs> it was honest clean gaming it was it just it had such reward to it, and I truth, truthfully believe the way the world has gone, we've ev- we're even ruining such a pure activity. You know? But that's my rant about my games this week. What about you? Well, that was quick this week. That's good. i um been playing No Man's Sky. I, I sound a bit defeated as I um, finished the storyline, and I'm going to leave it there. I finished the storyline. Um, so oh, three look, years in the making. Three years in the making. <laughs> I, I we, look. What do we think? The game is good. The concept of the game is fantastic. Game the storyline, it's sort of. Oh, I'm trying to think of how to say it without spoiling anything. It's like a Spoil belief it. system. It's been out for three years. Go for it. No we'll just way. Put, we'll, no, we'll put notes down. No Man's Sky spoiler. 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 Done. Go. Okay, so if you don't want to listen, fast forward about Mr. 30 Burns seconds gets off. shot. You can't ruin The Simpsons like that. It was Maggie. It was Maggie. <laughs> You've ruined it now. <laughs> 
No, okay. So the start of No Man's Sky, I'll just paint you a picture so you understand, Steve, because you don't know the game that well. Yeah. You're zooming in in the galaxies and you go to your planet. And that's sort of like the entry. The entry sort of cinematics load screen. Well, the ending, you find out that this grand being is has got 16 minutes left. But that 16 minutes has got nothing to do with your 16 minutes concept. So it's got 16 minutes left of life in its time frame. So it's a different time frame to ours. So, and what it keeps doing, it creates anomalies. And you're the anomaly and then you can reset the system and it keeps a vicious cycle. So... Basically, in a nutshell, all you're doing is you're resetting the big machine and then you zoom out of the galaxy and you're seeing all the stars and all that and it looks really pretty. You're like, wow. And then it loads up again and you're crashed on a planet. Your ship is destroyed. Well, not destroyed, but you've got to repair everything on your ship and on your gun thing. And that's it. Da -da -da -da. Like, I was so frustrated because I'm like... I was expecting, like, the story is okay. Not really much cinematic, so I think they just cut costs with that and go, hey, we'll use the start and put it at the end and then just zoom out. But, yeah. Really? Am I, am I still playing the game? Because I like the concept of building the base and going around and killing pirates and destroying capital ships and basically the whole... The online community on the PlayStation Network is quite good, um, but not toxic. A lot of these guys are actually dedicated players. Build, they've built, like, buildings that look like the pyramids in Egypt... Um, the Sphinx, uh, massive, massive buildings. And because when they do screenshots with PlayStation Store, it actually has the location in the galaxy so you can actually travel there and see it. And like, and that's what I've been doing probably for the last little bit of the week because I've been going to those places, putting it on the VR and actually just looking at it. And it looks like you're on a massive pyramid or... You know what I mean. Like, it's just massive gameplay, so... Yeah, yeah. So the game is great. The game is great. They, they cheaped us out on the end... That I've done been... probably about 150 hours, yep. I think, now I've been playing. So just a couple of hours there, mate. Don't worry about the missus. She'll, she'll uh, go back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, mate. Beep. I've been keeping a company for you. Well, I haven't checked any flights on Brisbane, so there's been nothing coming from the credit card, so I know I'm safe. 150 hours. Uh, Jesus, I could go about a 1,000 times, I reckon. <laughs> What's 150 <laughs> hours divided by two minutes? I was going to say 30 seconds, mate. Don't give yourself credit. <laughs> Two, two minutes is taken off the clothes and put them back on. That's, but anyway, that's flying down. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So that was it. I've also been playing. So I, I started playing Shadow of Mordor. Ah, yes. All I can say, four words. Well, it's actually more than four words, but it's an acronym. So OMG. So, oh my God, I am a noob. Ah, so, really? So <laughs> I like the concept. I, I like the hack and slash and your, your blocking and you got some ghost guy in your hand. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go hunt this guy down. I'm going to go kill him. And he pretty much uses me a mop as a mop. And he gets upgraded, kills somebody else, and gets more powerful than ever. And I go back to the start. So that was at least three hours of getting my butt kicked. <laughs> <laughs> That's three hours I'm not going to get back. I, I like the game. It looks good. It just, I don't know. I'm just crap at playing it so if anyone can help me uh, play shadow of mordor let me know what i'm doing wrong but i even but you know what the one thing with it that does actually annoy me is you shoot someone with a bow and arrow in their head they still come at you really i thought i couldn't remember bow and arrow yeah, mm. yeah okay. so that was the one thing because like, if you get hit in real life in a bow and arrow you're kind of not going to get up no way I, i'd take it could we try <laughs> yeah, sure I'll watch. Yeah, so that was it. Um, and I'm now, see, the last one, the last one I want to mention as well is nothing, nothing important that happens in Australia, but um, no, no, no little gaming convention like PAX on Sunday. I heard, I heard the sun, little one. Hmm. So mistake number one, I probably should have booked prior um, and 
gone the whole three days. So that's probably, I think, probably the biggest regret. Mistake that's number two. Next year. Yeah, definitely next year. Mistake number two was thinking, oh, yeah, I can bring my two-year-old. This is going to be fine. <laughs> By myself. No oh. missus to help me look after her. Look, she had a ball and she was pushing people out of off their seats and running amok. She loved the retro section. So shout out to the retro section guys. They, they did a really good job with their arcades and old school games. That looked pretty cool. Um, set up. I was a bit disappointed with Nintendo. Oh, really? Yeah, man, they had Link's Awakening. Been out for a month. Why would you be showing off Link's Awakening? Are you sure it wasn't number two? There is no number two in Link's Awakening. Oh, Link's, oh. Link's Awakening. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. You were thinking Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wind. No. Breath yeah, of the no, Wind. No, wind. Zelda farted. Yeah, you, you speak a lot of wind, mate. Zelda no, farted no, under the blanket. Link's She's awakening. trying to waft it. Oh. No wonder Link was asleep for 100 years. <laughs> Dutchy. Dutch oven. But yeah, so that was... like I love it. Uh, the people were really friendly. They were really good. People were getting these pins. I haven't seen the pins before, but apparently they're a thing. That's they the Pokemon. No, 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 not just Pokemon. The there were a lot more. Yeah, no, no. Oh, where'd my pack thing go? Oh, here. So on, you actually get the lanyard that you wear, and you have to wear that in you, in there, so you look like a complete nerd. Um, but, yeah, I know. I, I bought it, and I wore it the whole way even home, because I'm cool. But they actually had all pins up and down the lanyards as well. And I'm a, uh... I, mm. So I think it's more of a collector thing. So every year they go, and they just add on. And a dif- different providers will give you different pins. So there'd be probably yes. a Nintendo. There was definitely a Nintendo one, the Pokemon so, ones. That you say said. you played a certain game, you'd get that pin yeah. to prove that you played it. Yeah. I-, I don't know if they cost anything or if they just give them to you, but um, I'd buy it. some I'd buy of them it. are given to you. Yeah. Let's face it. I'd buy it. Um, one thing about packs as well, I was quite surprised with is how much people are spending. Does like, it actually surprise you? No, not really, considering how much I've spent in my day with gaming. But it's just like you're seeing these people, like they've already spent 70 bucks to get in. Some of them have spent more than 70. I bought the three-day pass. They're walking out with boxes. Do you not remember <laughs> the Final Fantasy we went to the other week? It was, what, $200, $250 for a ticket. Then to fly down was another couple hundred dollars. And then you'd see people buying... Every single soundtrack, photo, album, soft plush. Like the plush toys were $70, Because oh, I was actually listening to people whinging, going, oh, I missed out on the plush toy. And I'm thinking, it's a plush toy. I don't like plush toys. The funny but, thing yeah. was, EB Games, hashtag EB Games Australia, back our podcast. They, what was that? <laughs> that was a cheeky one, mate. What happened there? Yeah, so EB Games had one of their big financial year sales on, and they actually had the 30-year anniversary Chocobo plush toy for 50% off. And I'd bought it not that long ago before that concert, so I got it for like $40 instead of buying it at the concert for 90 or something. So, yeah, sometimes it's not actually... And, and it's sometimes at them... Like, I, I don't mind spending, say, $100 on special release things that is for that event. Like, if you went to PAX... They had a Pikachu wearing a PAX outfit or wearing a PAX tag or, you know what I mean, with the date on it. Done. You'd buy it because you put it in your gaming room. It's a bit of memorabilia to say, oh, I remember that. I went to that. I was there. I took my daughter there. You've got photos of her and all that kind of stuff. But if it's just a Pikachu that you could buy down the road and that, you're like, oh, well, that's not very exclusive. Like, how am I going to... They have, I know they did do 
um, sort of sales in the EB store in packs as well. I don't know how good they were because I couldn't actually get in there with Katarina. She was too busy in the retro section. We actually had to have a fight to get her out of the retro section. But yeah, like, as I said, Matt, I reckon probably if people don't like crowds, Sunday would pretty much be the day to go. Because okay. everyone else has gone there on Saturday Friday. Saturday was sold out? Yeah. But like, for, on, on Sunday, you could literally just walk up. People were walking up and buying tickets. Oh, really? Mm. Huh. So, awesome. that was the one thing. But again, and I think another thing to take back from going to PAX is you really need to have a look at their guides on their app or any event that you go to to work out what you want to do and what you want to see. Yeah, so, yeah. To purely just walk in there and go, oh, yeah, I'm going to experience packs. And then you start walking around going, wow, there's so, like, as soon as you walk through the door, like the main entrance, you got the doom set up. It was thunder, lightning, um, smoke machines going off, lights everywhere. I shared it on the page. And then you walk straight through those doors and then you're into an indie section. So it's all the indie developers. Oh, really? I couldn't stop at any of them. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, if you have the three days, you probably have more time to go and talk to all of them and see what new games are coming up or what's happening in the indie world, especially in Australia, which is good. More for helping the indie developers. Yeah, um, and I, I like the I like the indie side of things. I There's been a couple of indie games that have come out as of late. I think we talked about, obviously, the Duck one last week, an indie one. I know it's you're not a big fan of it, but it's funny. Oh. Quack, 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 quack. It's funny oh, oh. how a duck, ah. a duck game made by four people overthrew some of the biggest AAA-rated games of the week. So, yeah. No, that was pretty amazing, and that's really good for them. But, yeah, it's just not, not my, my game. Not no. my cup of tea. I was going to say cup of tea, but then you sound old. And I'm young, mate, and hip. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that, that's probably the one big thing from PAX. If you don't like crowds, probably go on the Sunday. It'll be less... Like, there still is a lot of people there, but it's a lot less intense. But they got really good at... And, like, it's amazing walking in there. You've got the table games where they're playing, like, the actual board games set up. So you really can't go there for a couple of hours. That's the other thing. So, but, yeah, no. And that, that was pretty much my week. Shadow of Mordor, I suck. No Man's Sky, disappointed, but still playing. And PAX, I should have gone to all three days. And all day. <laughs> And had a had a, someone looking after Katarina for me, so I could actually play the games and go around and talk to the people. I should have flown down. Next year it'll be on. We will hopefully be down there. This is for our listeners. We will hopefully be down at PAX next year. Maybe even try to get a booth set up or something so we can do some podcasting while we're down there. We'll be hopefully all three days, depending on the expenditure, I guess. I, I know a lot of companies are pulling out of places like that solely because they believe it's not putting back into the economy and back into the gamer anymore. They're paying expenditure extorbitant amount of money and it's all going to the already rich who owns the building and the council land and everything like that so they aren't it was very similar to sony pulling out of e3 yeah uh, that's right but i think as well uh, the world is changing so you used to go to markets and then to buy things you don't go to the markets anymore you go on gumtree you go on facebook marketplace so a lot of it's changing, and Nintendo do their direct plays on YouTube. Now yes. Sony are doing it, and Microsoft's doing it. So, yeah, so, that, so like Nintendo, Xbox, and PlayStation are all doing their live plays. So they don't have to have the expense of reaching out, setting up, paying people to set it up, paying people to perform, and have those live events. That's where now sort of the eSports is going instead of them. So I think it's swapping over. Is the one thing that I I don't like is when profit get in the way of 
community-based activities. Like everything is so online now. You you don't you like remember when we were kids. Even literally the last last time I had a proper gaming session, like just. The boys came round, deep fried spring rolls and dim sims, had the pizza pockets going, drinking litres of cola till 4am. I think the sun just started coming up by the time I looked around the room and I was the last survivor. Everyone had slowly fallen asleep. I was living up in Gladstone then, so that was... 2012-ish, 2013. So, actually, I was PS4. So, but... Oh, actually, we played Shadows of Mordor. We, that's what I, I actually fired it up to show my mates. We we're playing Shadows of Mordor. Kurt was there, the one who I was mocking. He brought FIFA, so we quickly kicked him out. Um, <laughs> You're not welcome here, mate. Get out. Sorry, Kurt. Thanks, mate. Yeah, but it was that was probably the last. I deep fried chips, and oh, I could really go all of that food right now. I don't even really know what we were talking about. I just want deep fried chips, pizza pockets, <laughs> <laughs> spring rolls. But no, and like that was probably the last legit just gaming party I've had. Like, I've done like call of duty like when i went through the divorce whenever that was 2017 uh that i played call of duty every night for hours and i had five six mates on online to the point where we had a full party and then we could play duos there was that many of us um and because obviously a party of four well that was every night no matter what, without fail, every single night for nearly six months straight, we we hit hit that. But you reckon in that six months, I saw any of them face to face? No. And one of them, one of them lives maximum five hundred meters away from me. Yeah. Like I'm in Burpengary, and he's in Burpengary. Like out of them mates, out of them six, one of them probably lives an hour away. All the rest lived within half an hour drive maximum. Absolute yeah. like, average is around Burfinger and Caboolture, so 15 minutes. But, yeah, that was – and I didn't see any of them. I, I, I just feel like you've lost that connection. I still play World of Warcraft with, like, one of them I've, I've just had to can his wedding because I'm going overseas. Um, I've known him for – 30-ish years, uh, however old you are when you're in um, preschool, I think four. So I went to, literally, I went to preschool with him. Um, But I just, I feel like if PAX and, like, EB Games used to have their convention, if that starts to dwindle because of profits, because of... The conglomerates all just charging ultimate rent. I feel like that'll be the end of an era. I just, I obviously, as everyone knows, gamers down under, we are heavily invested in in indie gamers, Australian gamers, uh, studios like Pierce is a local um, studio. Love supporting him. Uh, we've got one guy who's a, a local music talent. We like to support him. Uh, it, I just feel like if we are still slipping away and a lot of 
people like it. But uh, upon saying that, there's been a most recent surge in esports in Brisbane. It's my Facebook has been getting absolutely bombarded with a lot of esports games, uh, and it's starting to. It's like a double-edged sword. The older guys, like myself and yourself, are. Hang on, let's get that straight. Uh, I'm young. Look, when I've got my headset on, I get. When I got my headset on, I get a hairline uh, divot. How do you go? (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had one. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had one since I was 18. (laughs) It's gone. It's gone. Advanced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The guys who are in their thirties and the retro gamers, I feel as if it's starting to slip with us. Maybe we're all becoming hermits. Maybe we're just grumpy with the world. I don't know. But then the like these esports, a lot of them are Fortnite and FIFA and Rocket League, and they're they're killing it. They're starting like one I saw. I I would I'd love to. I wish we could. But uh, like their five hundred dollar giveaways, like that's what we wanted to get into that market. That was always what gamers down under wanted was just to bring everyone back together. Uh, if anyone's listening to podcasts and they're keen, drop us a line because I'm keen to even if we just start a gamers down under esports team. We don't have to be pros, but we'll just as long as once a month we I'm can. I'm always en- professional, mate. No matter what, I'm always we- professional. We can enter into some stuff. No, it sounds like a good idea. As I said, we're still looking at that as well. So once we find more and see if people are interested, we're happy to go on that way as well. But at the moment, we're still looking. Love to get it going. But, yeah, I'm nervous. Like, if they start pulling out of all that kind of stuff, like Nintendo, I know it's hard in Australia, especially flying everyone over here. Like, in America, it's very easy. Their expenditure and their overheads because they're just driving around all all around the state or they're flying around the state. To get here, it's a very expensive trip. So I do understand why Australia sort of gets the raw end of the deal with a lot of stuff, but the gaming industry in Australia is pretty... Uh, it's still pretty heavy. Like, I don't understand why we... I think it really is getting bigger. I really think it is getting bigger, and I think... I don't think it's, it's there now, but it, it is coming. I reckon there will be a resurge. Like, definitely with the esports, the esports is getting, getting bigger and bigger because it is a world stage. And with esports, you can play anywhere. Especially now that they're really even encouraging it in school. Like, when, when I was in school, if you'd done well all week, you got to play Wacky Wheels for half an hour on a Friday afternoon. (laughs) <laughs> Wacky Wheels. Wacky Wheels oh, was... That's, that's a it. blast from the past. Write that down. Wacky Wheels was life. I'm going to play that. That's what we're doing. We're having a land party of a Wacky Wheels competition <laughs> for $500 prize money. You have Who's to paying the like, 500 Oh, yeah, I was well, waiting for that. I have to pay. I'll get oh, Wacky, just, I'll get wacky Wheels. Oh, okay. How much is that? Like two bucks somewhere? I don't know. Oh, Actually, it might no, be free from the switch. No, in my luck, it'll be freaking five hundred and one dollars. So it's, you've got <laughs> good end. Of no, the, look, the... I definitely think that we should probably go down the esports road, or even not like. Um, um, and we're definitely heavily look, uh, looking into it. So we'll let our listeners know. But anyway, we'll move on. So Mario Maker, 
you can now finally play with your friends. I think that was the biggest mistake Nintendo did when they rolled it out. You can play it, but you can't play with your friends. And like, which is a funny mistake from Nintendo because they are, always love. Yeah. And being in the same room and playing the game. I know. Yes. Like I, they. I they're it. not. They're not a very. Uh, like they've even always said uh, about online server. They're just like. Yeah, our online servers, our online servers aren't very good. Go and play next year, mate. Like we don't, we don't. So to turn around and not do it, I, I, I I reckon something happened there. I reckon it wasn't finished. Some something happened because that's it goes against what it feels like everything Nintendo's about. Yeah. Um, Facebook connectivity. That was probably the biggest shock for me. I couldn't believe that PS went, Mr. Zuckerberg. Bye bye. What's the true difference like i know i've got my playstation linked to facebook so when i would start up gaming it would uh, it would actually advertise on my facebook saying steve has started playing greedfall borderlands blah 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 which i actually didn't like i disabled that because then people knew exactly when i was gaming so that's right and i have it disabled too because i don't want any record of how much i'm actually gaming exactly <laughs> if the missus is, is at work and she's like what'd you get up today oh very busy day really huh that's yeah. strange she's at eight hours on um facebook there <laughs> so did you go to work yes yes i swear <laughs> meanwhile it's called, yeah, it's, it's called remote play <laughs> but Yes, yeah, so other than that, I haven't seen, like, because I never use the uh, actual integration with play, uh, Facebook too much anyway. The only thing that I reckon will change is you won't be able to find your friends. So, like, you've already got your friends from Facebook when you initially connected it up. So I think that is all that's going to happen is you won't be able to, sh- like, instantly share to Facebook your post saying you're gaming or whatever. Yes, yes, okay. Um, and also you won't be able to find new friends that you make on Facebook and add them to your add them to your account as friends, whatever. I can't even speak. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, so you can't yeah. add your friends from Facebook to uh, PlayStation. All it's, I think the only change really is you're just going to put a post on it on Facebook going, hey, guys. My PlayStation thing is this, like what we do in our gamers down under Facebook page and group. Hey, yes. guys, playing PlayStation 4. This is my username. Add me. Uh, yeah. We're all done. We've all put in posts, and then people just add you like that. So I think that's probably the only thing you're going to change. Uh, but it was quite surprising that I've stepped away from Facebook. That was the one surprise for me. I couldn't. I didn't see that one coming. Mm. But oh. in saying it as well, the other companies are trying to build their platforms as well. And that goes on to... Like, Fortnite's got its own thing to log in. Steam is a platform. Things like that. So I think they're trying to... Like, you play. Yeah. Yeah, There's so many these days. Like, you got Steam. League of Legends has their own. You play, which is Ubisoft. I I saw even, like, Epic Store has their own. And I saw one the other day. It's They must just be literally like a Steam provider. Because it was like, oh, if you do this you can get these two games like Crash Bandicoot and something else for seven ninety five for a month. And I was like, geez, we've got enough. Yeah. And, and that's where, like, I, I know it's not good to all be in one company and all that, but it's just how many icons can you have? How many username and passwords can you remember? Like, really? I can never I've got remember. A, I've got them all in my notes. And I deleted the note by the, the other day by accident. Oh. And didn't just do a little delete. I permanently deleted it. It's gone. 
So I couldn't even go to the recycling bin and retrieve it. It was gone. Yeah. So I lost it all. So I hate using passwords. I want my fingerprint or eyeball scanner. I don't care. Get it done. <laughs> then I'll have any apps you want. What was another one? There was, uh, oh, actually, it, news that came up that I wanted to discuss. Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty, is obviously the remake is coming out. That's big. Gamers-wise, that's, that's massive. That was one of, if not the best call of duty to date it has the option where if you pre-order it you get access to the beta so i wanted to debate about importancy and like do you play betas alphas closed betas like even fortnite is i don't even know if they're deemed out of beta yet that's why they failed at the games awards that time because it got voted for game of the year and then it got stripped out of the award because it was still deemed a beta. But that's gone now anyway. Well, until tomorrow, they've reopened. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so season, season 11 little... starts tomorrow. Yeah. With all the little kids running around, oh, it's finished, it's gone. I'm like, hallelujah. Like, I, for one, I used to play a lot of closed betas just because I wanted... Like, I really enjoyed betas where you got to transfer your experience and your your level because then you're yeah. like a, a, a... You're a beast when the game actually started. But yeah. the the there's been so many games as of late where I'm like, it's not even a beta. It's an alpha at best, and it is so buggy and so flawed it leaves such a bad taste in your mouth. I don't even get the game when it actually comes out. No, I personally don't do alphas or betas. I just refuse to play them. I played, I think it was DayZ when it first came out as an alpha, and there was a zombie horde walking towards me. Then they fizzled out and went behind me. Then I walked, yeah. Then it fizzled back in, and it was all around me. And then the next thing, I was dead, and I'm like, delete. <laughs> Straight away, I'm like, I'm not playing a game that is not ready. Like, it's really good that they do the alphas and betas if people want to play it to t stress test the games and That's what like I that. was going to say. I will back a stress test. I definitely, because I... I, I don't want to do it. No. <laughs> Myself. No. I hate... Get somebody having, else to do it. I hate having games come out where there's no server access. So, stress test, yes. Beta, especially having a beta as a reward for pre-order i just don't know like you used to pre-order because you got something like i i haven't looked at what it actually is involved like do you get more with it do you like is it only the beta you get when you pre-order i don't know but yeah i don't know there was one that stormbreaker i think i sent it through you it's nearly out of its closed beta going to an open beta uh it's sort of like fortnite but with magic we have talked about it a couple of times periodically over however long we've been talking um yeah i just i don't know i don't know whether i want want to or can undertake another beta no i, I won't do it i'll let everybody else do it I, I, like the games are buggy enough as it is after being released at the moment that you're just like you know what i will not play it until it is better like yeah. link's awakening some guy hacked it yeah to so, get rid of the blur yeah yes. i'm like what a i'd pay that guy for the game like, but why why does it it's... take him to hack it to get rid of the blur like yeah. which it could be an option put an option in if you want which part of the development team turned around and said hey you know what's going to be a good idea let's blur <laughs> half the screen like yeah, yeah. 
enjoy. <laughs> Thank Man. you. So that, that was the thing I saw about that, that the guy um, hacked the Loose Awakening, and I thought that was quite cool. Again, we don't condone it, but developers, like... We really should be paying more attention to what the gamers are saying. I think that causes a lot of issues. I can't speak badly about Evercade. They keep talking to their people that are buying and pre-ordering their stuff. They're actually really active on all their socials as well. So I've actually uh, pre-ordered the uh, Black Edition for Evercade. Oh, have you? Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't done the step yet. I have thought about it, but yeah. Yeah, well, I went all in one because I just wanted every game and I didn't want to have to pick which ones I wanted, so... Comes with like 150 games, all on different cartridges. Don't know how I'm going to sneak that in with the misses. I reckon you'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. I'll be in the doghouse when it comes in. I could actually use one of the, a gift from a gamer. Sweet. So I don't have to say I bought it. But yeah, no, so I'm looking really looking forward to that. I think that's March next year that's coming out. Well, then I won't be getting it. Why? Where are you going? I beg your pardon? I'll be going to hibernation. March 2020. Dun, dun, dun. What's happening in March 2020? Where oh. am I? Get out of here. Final Fantasy VII oh, Remake. <laughs> yeah, wow. Woo! Sign me up. Please don't be very upset. Moving on. All right. PlayStation 2 VR. Oh, I... Sorry. I, yeah, I want to talk. VR number two. <laughs> I got, obviously. Is that actually what it's called? Because I've got the Model 2 of the PlayStation VR. Yeah, okay. So there's a Model 1, Model 2, and then uh, this is number still in speculation, two. but it is the new model coming out for PS5. Ah, okay. Gonna have, so this is the issue that I was talking to you about, about getting PS uh, VR. Like I said, try and hold off if you can, but I, I'm enjoying it. Will I get the next model? Yes, I will, because it's got augmented reality. It's got cameras built in. Yeah, but you know I what? Will. It looks quite similar to the original PSVR. If they, so they kind of keep the same design. If they offer out a good trade-in price, because let's face it, for the, co- for the cost that I got mine, or for the price I got mine, at an absolute for steal, sure. I will absolutely get it again. Because it was so cheap that it's like, I got, what, the whole entire kit, camera... Uh, move controllers, absolutely everything for a hundred, hundred and forty. Was it a hundred dollars, hundred and forty dollars, something no, it was like 100, that? A hundred, hundred on on marketplace, Facebook yes. marketplace. So for that sort of price, happy days. Oh, and like truthfully, we haven't really done a proper report on how I'm going. I, I, I love it because of the immersion side of things. I don't like the partner tried it with the Crash Bandicoot, struggled badly, gave a very bad vertigo to the point where she felt terribly seasick and had to walk off. She'd done one race. Wouldn't a lot win. of people, or not a lot of people, but there is people that do get that. I don't yes. get any of that. I don't, I don't get that, but my eyes really struggle with it especially because I'm long-sighted. So I am already supposed to wear glasses when I'm on a computer. and But my glasses aren't magnification. They're actually to, to dull. So when I am sitting there on a computer, it's bad for me to be too close. And then all of a sudden, I've got this headset on and the screen is only an inch away. So I haven't found my glasses. I don't know where they are. I don't really wear them that often. So I will find them and I'll try it again. Hopefully that takes off that little bit of blur. But truthfully, I was sitting in my lounge room the other day. I set it to large, so which is 225-inch screen, and I'm just watching my anime. I'm watching Crunchyroll. I'm like, you know yeah. what? Done. Like, I, I have my big 4K TV in the lounge. <laughs> 
I'm going to leave that one. Near Automata has a music concert orchestra, whatever you want to actually call it, coming to Australia. Very similar to the Final Fantasy um, Symphony, whatever the hell it's called, that we went to the other week, other month. No one has played Near Automata. I greatly recommend it the music is i love the i love japanese style music is beautiful like there's a cartoon cartoon anime that i'm watching at the moment demon slayer and it is very very similar with its japanese style um music yeah for some reason it i love it it's just something that really rings home to me and the, the same as final fantasy music like they're them that type of music over the years have always been something that's awesome so yeah near automata guys jump on like you can get it so cheap these days and that game itself surprised me i bought i bought it as a just a day one release because i think they had 60 dollars or something like that i put over 100 hours into it it was one of the games for a very long time that i actually 100 hours so yeah so I'll, that's pretty good i actually never played any of it so i don't even know uh, yeah. much about that game so I'll, I'll definitely have to have a look into it to see how it goes don't think they've announced actually where the concert is they just said it was coming to australia okay so this okay so I'm waiting to see where they're going to actually hold it. I'd still like to go. Obviously, I'm going to the Final Fantasy one next year. Again with Chris in um, January, I think it is, or February. Is that, yeah. is that the one that's happening in Brisbane? Yes, yes. Okay, but yeah. th- it's not the same one as last time. It is the smaller one. Oh, it's not distant. Oh, okay, so it's not Distance Worlds. It's the, uh, another uh, it's one. A, okay, a cool. New, a new world. Mm. That's all right. Yeah. Last thing I wanted to talk about in the news before Retro Minute was I know you like it, and I absolutely don't. I hate it to the point where I hate it until it actually works, and then I might accept it. Google Stadia. You know what? It has given me a little bit more faith, but I don't. I don't like that a game can predict what I'm going to do next. All games do. No, they don't. If I want yeah. to make Link jump off a cliff. I jump off a cliff. All online games do already take into account what you're doing, and that's why on your screen you think you're running straight and you get shot and you weren't running straight or someone else was running. Uh, the, like, it's because it is designed that way to try to eliminate the, the difference in lag, from my understanding. So... It, yeah. o- online games already do do it to a certain degree, especially shooters. So yeah. it's it's not new what Google Stadia is trying. I just, like you think about Call of Duty, the amount of times you've unloaded a clip on someone and they kill you and you're like, what the beep? And then you... <laughs> that was close. I like and it. Then, yeah, and then you watch the replay the kill cam and meanwhile it's pretty close to not not what you saw you're like no way he was over there i'm telling you he was that's the difference in the lag that's the the computer software hasn't caught up so but that whole game is installed on your console already so all you're doing is physically streaming the the input output onto the server yeah the image the image and the sounds yeah yeah stadia wants to do everything 
So all of a sudden you've got this 200 gig game and everything else. Yeah, I'll be very interested to see if it works. Normal games, I I back Stadia will work because it'll probably preload to a certain degree. Very similar to Netflix, the way they've got Netflix coded. It doesn't actually use too much bandwidth. So then... But does that mean, like me with ADSL 1, that I could potentially play Stadia and stream maybe Stadia? Definitely not stream. Play not stream okay why couldn't i stream if it's going off a server not my actual internet connection because of your all i'm getting is the image your upload yeah but i think Uh, from my but i thought for stadia you'd actually stream from stadia to wherever you want so it's actually not affecting my internet at all so i could have dial-up connection and then i could actually still i thought that was that was for you to play but because you're playing from their server, all you're doing, they're running the whole entire game. All you are doing is downloading the image. But for streaming, I thought you were still having to upload from where you are. But I haven't sure. looked into Stadia enough with their streaming side of things, how to do it. I just, with that with their gaming side of things is a bit different and that's why like you might say i'm going to play final fantasy 7 you push play walk off for half an hour come back and it's preloaded enough of the game to stay in front of you okay so i'll have to walk off for six days and then come back and go i can play (laughs) the first level (laughs) can you can you watch netflix Sometimes. What if you just pause it for five minutes, come back? Can you watch the whole episode? Yeah. And that's yeah. that's what it will be. For limited cases yeah. like you, truthfully, I believe, like, unless it's running in complete and utter um, live time, like a Chromecast kind of concept where nothing is loaded on, yeah. then you're in for a bad time. But if mm. some gets loaded on then, yeah, I think it will be okay. But so yeah. It definitely sounds interesting, though, and I know you were really against it. At the st- so I'm still... I'm still I'm against still it. it. I'm still with it. That's why in, we're friends. In nearly any country, I probably would back Stadia. I backed Square Enix when they tried the concept years ago. They realised pretty much everywhere other than Japan was not ready yet, so they, they abandoned the idea. And now Stadia is trying it nearly 10 years or five years later. So... I, yeah, I'll be surprised. Then again, Australia's ranked nearly the worst in in the world for their internet speed. So for for me to say it won't work is very rich because we are deemed one of the worst. Like it'll work in most first world countries, even third world. I was in Thailand for a couple of months, and their internet was better than ours. Uh, All right. That's the news. Retro Sweet. minute. I want to talk quickly. Breathfire. I played it. Breathfire is brilliant. Ryu all the way. He's part of the Dragon Clan. All right, go. What, what, who is he? What is he? What? Dragon what? He's part of the Dragon Clan. He's one of the last of the Dragon Clan. And he's sleep one and two all-time legendary games. Three, also good. Four, not so much. Five times. <laughs> Six oh, really? isn't five Oh, I think five is six is a mobile game. Beautiful. Pay and play. It was never released to the West. It was that bad. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Capcom have copped a lot of slack for it over the years because it had a cult following. Like, it was a Final Fantasy kind of battler. Like, it was sort of like a 
I don't want to say an indie version, but it was Capcom's version of Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest. Like, if you type in best RPGs of all time, Breath of Fire pops up. It was sort of like, it was very similar to Chrono Trigger and stuff like that. But then, yeah, number three was out on PSP, I think it was. I loved it, but I was a very, very dedicated player. So uh, number three, a lot of people, from what I've read, still love it. Like, we've all been demanding that it should get re-released. Number one, two, three is brilliant, but yeah, I don't know. I'd wish number, they would do a number seven and just bring, like, Dragon Quest and everyone, had, I understand why Capcom went the mobile way because with that sort of game, they they thought they could break into the mobile market, capitalize all the money, and off they go. But um, no, I think the uh, number seven, if they ever ever do it, which I reckon they will, because they are starting to like. You look at the Devil May Cry, the whatever they've got like a resident evil i think was another one like they're all starting to come back out of the woodworks and people are loving them so yeah i'd be surprised if they don't ever do it but if they done it like a dragon quest 11 or something even on the switch they have to have like i've bought breath of fire 1 on the switch as soon as breath of fire 2 comes up i'll be buying that guaranteed as well yeah that's my retro minute game of the week. So, Prototype. You want to talk about Prototype? So, this guy in America owns... We did a post on our page about this Prototype console. So, it was the original Prototype console for the Nintendo and Sony that they were making. Um, they ended up abandoning to go their separate ways. But the guy who was taking it around to conventions around America, uh, he says he's never made a cent on it. I don't know if that's true or not, because I've definitely paid a cent as he recently put out a tweet on Twitter saying that he's looking to sell the console. So I'm going to definitely keep watching it just to see if we can find out how much it goes for. Like, how much would you pay for a prototype console that hasn't come out? Because how many in the world is there? I I don't even know how many there is. I'd have to probably look it up to see how many were released. But I don't think there was many that were released to the public. There was developer ones that were released, and that's what keeps the price down. But, oh, if you get an avid collector, it's sort of like the um, Pokemon original 150, 151 cards. Like that. I think one sold a perfect PSA 9, 10 kit sold for 100,000 the other day. Yeah. Just because an avid collector, like you can have something for sale. And that's a funny thing. Like a lot of people are like, oh, it's going for $1,000 on eBay. I always Has have... it sold for 1000 That's <laughs> what I. That's what I question. I'm like, no. Has it sold for a thousand? If there's a history of something selling for a thousand, then yes, it's worth a thousand dollars. If it's only for sale for a thousand, because that's what people used to do, they'd make mock eBay accounts, put something up for a thousand dollars, sell something for six hundred. People would think it was a bargain, buy it, and all the others would drop. Yeah, that's it. So the guy selling it, his name's Cedric Biscay. Um, so you can follow him on Twitter at, at C, uh, Cedric Bisquet, so C-E-D-R-I-C-B-I-S-C-A-Y. Um, so he's the one that's trying to sell the console. There's a couple of photos on our, face, on our Facebook page and also our website with the um, article about him trying to sell it with the Twitter tweets. Mm-hmm. So, oh, look, I'd personally love to have it myself. I reckon it should be in a museum or something where people can actually go to see. Yes. Because... 
it wasn't released. It looks like it's got a Super Nintendo ports for the front, uh, but it's got a Sony written on the top, Sony. and it says PlayStation. Well, that so... was before um, Sony sold it, like, to PlayStation to make their own. So, obviously, from... So... From memory, Sony... It's got PlayStation uh, on it as well. Um, yeah, well, that was Sony was in partnership with Nintendo, and yep. then they split and they created PlayStation. PlayStation, yeah. Um, Sony Sorry. PlayStation. So, yeah. Mm. Oh, well, wait and so see. I don't even know if there was any games made for this console either, so that, if any of the listeners know any games made for it, just send us a link on... All right, guys. So, I, I think that's think, it. I think that's it as well. So... Thank you for listening to the podcast. Ensure you check out GamersDownUnder.com for all your gaming news and games reviews and relevant topics for the Aussie gamers. If you want to join in the conversation, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching GamersDownUnder, and that's Gamers with a Z, so G-A-M-E-R-Z. Finally, make sure you smash that subscribe button and send it to other gamers out in Australia. And remember, it'll never be game over. And a gamer's got a game.